Hey everyone, this is Mike and he's on the Business Bootcamp Podcast and I'm coming to you live, in person, raw and unedited, today. And today is our 50th episode, I can't believe it. Uh, I can't believe we've done already 50 episodes. We've done quite a few interviews with entrepreneurs and business leaders. We've also done uh, some boot camps where we've had people on the show that have their own businesses. We've done some Q&A where you're able to go on to the website, businessbootcamppodcast.com slash apply, submit a question, and then we answer it here on the show. We've done quite a few of those. And more recently, it's just kind of been me sitting down and chatting to everyone out there. Now, I've had a lot of people write me emails and give me questions. And if you do, what I've probably been doing uh, to those of you who have wrote in is basically making a voice note on my iPhone and sending it right back to you. So usually those are about 10 to 20 minutes long. Usually when I'm driving or doing something like that, I can just talk to you uh, and about what your question is, about what your business uh, is, is going through, and kind of my suggestions for you. So always feel free to connect with me on email or on the website. So today... I want to talk to you all, I guess it's not nothing special, you know, it's our 50th episode and we have had our our listenership just growing every single month, it's been awesome, every time I look at the stats it's just overwhelming and anyone would want to listen to me here ramble on, but I think I think it's getting better and I think the content is, is helping a lot of people and from the responses I've had, I really appreciate that uh, from the iTunes reviews and different things that have been coming in, I really appreciate all the, the, the positive feedback, uh, the cr- uh, corrective criticism or uh, constructive criticism and everything along with that but today I want to talk about the eminent fallout and the reason I want to talk about this is I've been looking at like the stock market everything that's been going on the past several years and really ever since the crash and we've seen the the Dow and the Nasdaq recover and just hit you know historical heights and literally more than double what they were in the recession so I've been looking at this and I've been looking at all the the wealth that is in Wall Street and these massive companies and in these portfolios of stocks and all this sort of stuff. And so I've been thinking like there's got to be a fallout. There's got to be a market correction. And the reason I've been thinking about this is like you look at some of these companies with their valuations. For instance, Apple not too long ago, they hit the three quarters of a trillion dollar valuation. So uh, over $750 billion was their value. And when you think, when you look at their earnings, they, they earned, I think it was like 38, maybe, yeah, it was like $38 billion last year. Uh, that was their uh, profit. And you have to look at that and then multiply that by 20, their annual profit, to get to their valuation. And I just don't think that those sort of valuations are very practical. To take a pro- the profit of a company and multiply it by 20, and that's the value of the company, is, I, in my opinion, just very bloated. And so what we kind of saw in 2000, 2001, when technology bubble kind of popped, I don't think it's going to be quite that drastic, but I think it's going to be similar to that where we have a huge market correction. I, I My prediction is 2016. It could be even earlier, but I, I do think 2016 towards the end, there's going to be some sort of market correction in the stock market. And But that's not really what I want to talk about today. 
I don't want to talk about Apple or these huge companies and the valuations they're getting and you know WhatsApp selling for 19 billion when they generate only 400 million dollars in sales every year. So like that's not what I want to talk about. What I want to talk about is the eminent fallout, not just of the stock market, but of your business. And when it comes to the business, we're going to go through highs, we're going to go through lows, and when we're in those highs, we got to remember there's going to come lows. It's eminent. It's not like it's, it's, it's not if it's going to happen. It's just when it's going to happen and if you're prepared. So what I want to talk about today is re- really kind of against, you know, traditional thinking when it comes to business development and planning, because when we think usually about, you know, you know, preparing for the, the worst case scenario, preparing for, you know, lulls in market demand or, uh, in our business or in revenue, something like that. When we think about that, usually we this phrase of, you know, protecting the downside kind of comes into play, you know? And so people will say, well, you know, if you, if you were to experience, you know, a hard time in your business, what would you be doing? You know, would you lay off people? Would you uh, reduce your ad budget? How would you save money? Would you cut out a, a office space lease? Or would you sell a few of your vehicles? Or would you, you know, do something that would essentially protect your downside? And my philosophy is when we talk about an eminent follow, when we talk about a time in your company that's going to happen at some point in time in its life cycle, I, I prefer to look at it more of attacking the upside instead of protecting the downside. And what I mean by that is people get so focused on protecting themselves if they were to fail that eventually they do fail and their protection mechanisms fail with it. Uh, what I what I prefer to do is to attack your upside. If you're going through a time when, right now when your business is uh, growing, is doing well, stop pr- thinking, oh, how do I protect my downside? You know, it, I'm making 200000 I could make 300000 but why don't I just go for two fifty and protect my downside? And... You know, people get in this mindset, and really that mindset is has really come about from from the recession that we had not too many years ago, 2008, 2009, right in there, where people begin to see, you know, uh, foreclosures and people going upside down their house and uh, loans defaulting. And so now we kind of go into this defensive mode of protecting our downside, so that when times are good, we start contracting or at least not expanding as much as we should so when I talk about to protecting the downside I think of like a defensive you know if, you, if you're playing a soccer game or hockey or whatever it might be there's a defensive but guess what if it doesn't matter how good your defense is if you don't have any offense if you don't score any points or any goals you're never gonna win all right so when times are good instead of protecting the downside what I want you to do is attack your upside Look at what market opportunities, what uh, additional flows of income, what market segments aren't being fully attacked by your competitors and by your previous history and, and previous track record of your company. So look at look at like for instance us, uh, we do lawn care and landscaping, all that stuff. Like right now, I'm attacking hardscape landscape. Um, we've been in the past mostly focus on maintenance and mowing grass and more of the maintenance aspects so like if uh, you're an apartment complex we would pull your weeds trim your trees mow your grass you know perhaps do some pressure washing lay down some salt fertilize and stuff like that more of a maintenance role but now 
we've, we've been really expanding very quickly and we've been doing really well. Now, this isn't the time to protect my downside. This is the time for me to attack my upside because we have such a, a, a huge clientele, a huge uh, array of customers that we already service and maintain their property. So I'm able to tap into, I'm able to attack the upside, which is turning out to be uh, not just maintenance, but installing and uh, hardscape projects. So I've been doing a lot of, uh, you know, bringing in mulch, rock, trees, stuff like that. You know, we, we don't do uh, as much building patios or gazebos or, um, you know, fencing. Things. We don't we don't focus on as much on that, but we are doing more install work with trees and uh, bringing in soil and that sort of thing. And what the, my point is here is when times are good, attack go on the offensive don't keep thinking about 2008 when you had when you were under your on your mortgage don't keep thinking oh that day is going to come again what can i do to protect myself you know of course you got to play you 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 can't you know over leverage overextend yourself because you're going to obviously fall however you have to take calculated risks when times are good so that you never have to go through times that are bad you know if you look at the rich the you know the people that are billionaires when times are bad, they really don't change their lifestyle a whole lot. They, they might change the way they invest their money a little bit or something like that, but they don't have to change their life a whole lot because they are on the offense just as much in the recession times as they are in times when everything is going good. So what I'm encouraging today is when times are going good, if you're expanding, if your company is doing well, Focus on attacking the upside because there's going to be a fallout. There's going to be a fallout. There's going to be, it's evident, it's coming. It might be the stock market, but it most assuredly might be your business. Uh, it might be, you know, demographics are changing in our country, uh, the, the baby boomers, things like that. Things are coming around, less and less people buying houses. Huge amount of change in the air. There is a fallout coming. There's going to be a change to your industry. A new technology might come along and you have to be on the offensive, willing to step it up and not sit back on your laurels and protect your downside. All right, guys, this is a short just a short episode today, but I wanted to go out and talk to you today about that today. I've been seeing what's in the, in the stock market, what's happening on Wall Street investing and all that sort of stuff and I and it kind of came to me that hey you know our businesses are really just like a micro Wall Street it might not have all the the glamour and the TV shows about your business but it's a micro Wall Street you know there's ups there's downs there's bulls there's bears there's times where it goes up there's times where it goes down there's times when everyone wants to invest there's times when no one wants to invest and we as small business owners there's times we you know we we want to put in the 90 our work weeks. There's there's the times we want to you know burn ourselves out, hire more people, grow, expand. There's other times you just want to sit back, relax, let other someone else do the work, or, or you just, you'd rather you know contract and make your company smaller. And so this is a time at in the stock market. If you know you notice that the rich people they jump in when everything is low, when everything is going down. And I think that's what's going to happen next year when everything starts heading down and all these uh, uh, investors start jumping out of the stock market. You know you're going to see the Warren Buffetts jump in, and you're going to see the those 
the rich get richer just because they are willing to uh, attack the upside, attack the opportunity when it presents itself. So I'm encouraging you all, boot campers, entrepreneurs, small business owners alike, to go out there today, attack the upside. Don't rest on your laurels, sit back and just enjoy, coast through this good, prosperous season that you might be going through in your business. Go on the offensive, attack and expand. We're doing it in our company right now every single month because of the changes that we just talked about today. We, we're expanding every single month, increasing our revenue by 20 to 30%. Now, be, I, I might not be making a whole lot of money because I'm just pouring it all back into the business because when you're having that kind of scalability and a growth, you know, you're not going to make a whole lot of money on the bottom line as you market, expand, grow, and uh, get new equipment, hiring, and all that sort of stuff. But... Guess what? When everyone else goes into stall because everything's falling out below them and the market is, the economy is failing, I can stop expanding and start just reaping the revenue and and really be able to uh benefit from attacking the upside attacking the 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 opportunity and the potential that i have now when times are good so for all my competitors out there who are sitting on their laurels just wait till i come crush you that should be your mentality get out there attack the upside get on the offensive all right guys that's my minute for the day see you later